So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. Best podcast out there, five stars from JTWill.Cell. JTWill.Cell says, I'm a new, young agent in Orlando, Florida. The first few months in the business were not what I expected. I listen to this podcast every day. It inspired me to make multiple changes in my business plan. The biggest was listening to Brett Ratowski recently. I've put my own Facebook lead campaign together and received 14 leads for $13 spent so far. The potential is endless. Keep rocking. Guys, yeah, jump on that Brett Ratowski episode. Just go to Hyben Digital. That is number 625, 625. It's R-A-T-K-O-W-S-K-I. Go to Hyben Digital and just type in Brett Rat, or you just type in 625. Or you just scroll down on your phone to 625. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want. Or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first. And then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a great guest. I have Jennifer Myers on the line. And Jennifer is kicking butt in Washington, D.C. And people all around the country are wondering, what is she doing? What is she doing? How is she doing that? And uh, because of that, I asked her to come on, and she's going to tell you exactly what she's doing for free. And I'm excited to have her on. So anyways, I won't give too much away, but without further ado, Jennifer, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you for having me, Pat. I'm really happy to be here. Hey, Jennifer, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you better? Sure. So I'm a real estate agent in Washington, D.C. I've been selling houses here for 15 years. I'm also a D.C. native, born and raised. When I first started in real estate, I was 23 years old. It was 2001. It took me four years to sell two houses. <laughs> yeah. Apparently you had another source of income, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I worked at Rock Bottom Brewery. Oh, my Those God. Days. Uh, I really felt like I was hitting Rock Bottom in more ways than one. <laughs> but um, after trying everything that every single real estate agent in my office was telling me to do, you name it, door knock floor duty, open houses. I did it all. I did it all. And none of it worked. Um, so I started to look outside the real estate industry and I started applying things that other uh, kind of one-on-one like uh, solo entrepreneurs were, were doing for their businesses. I started applying it to my business and learned how to market myself. And I learned how to attract clients. And all of a sudden, within a year, I had more clients than I knew what to do with. And I had the exact type of clients that I was best at helping with. And that was 10 years ago. 
And ever since then, we year after year, I've been building my company. We sell more houses. I have more agents that work for me. And we just keep growing and growing and growing and growing. So it's been wow. amazing. Yeah. And you have your own uh, boutique company? So I started Dwell Residential Brokerage in 2011. Two years ago, I partnered with a larger company to give some uh, additional help and access for the agents as they were growing. Uh, their business needed to grow. And I, you know, with only 10 of us, I needed a little bit of extra help from a larger company. So I've partnered with Real Living at Home, which is a great experience as well. So we're can, living at home. Real, yeah, real living at real home. Real living. Okay. Yeah. Real. They're backed by Berkshire Hathaway. So okay. it's a great, yeah, they're a great company. All right. And, and so then you, so you, you have your own team on under real living at home or did you guys just merge and those merge. agents that you had at dwell are now, you know, in the merger company? Well, we, yeah, exactly right. So we merged. So dwell residential became dwell, uh, dwell residential brokerage became dwell residential, a real living at home company. So it's its own broker. Oh, Berkshire Hathaway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, what a mouthful! And then, so, uh, so you right now the business that you do today, mm -hmm. it, you do as a solo agent. So I do my own business. I help buyers and sellers myself, and then I also have um, I still run essentially the brokerage um, with the support of Real Living at Home. But so personally, I sold last year forty-two houses, somewhere around uh, forty million, forty-four million, I think it was. And combined, so I'm kind of like the team lead, let's say, and then combined, we sold 150 houses, 78 million. That was in 2017. So clearly you're taking all the big ones because, uh, you know, 42 houses at 44 million is a million dollars a house. 150 well, at 78 is about 500 a house. So Hold on, let's I mean, see if my numbers are right. I have them here. Hold on. One second. It's fine. I mean, that's your prerogative. You're allowed to do that, right? Take, well, what happens is ones, you know? because of the marketing, a lot of the leads will come to me and then I give them to the agents. Mm -hmm. Oh, here we go. For, oh, sorry. 41 transactions, 25217551 is my total volume for last year. I got it. For the company, it was 150 transactions, 77, 578, 254. All right, that makes more sense. Still, still, still a little bit higher, but not like double. So, what we, we this is something we ask everybody that comes on the show. What what was your ECI last year? Your ego commission income? I don't even know what that means. That would just mean your gross. <laughs> the gross. It's a funny way to say what's your gross commission. Like, what was your gross commission for you or for your team? We made over a million in GCI. I don't know how that breaks down into Yep, net. and then what'd you net? What was your net profit on that? Uh, we're doing our books right now. I don't know. I usually end up with about half of that. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. so not bad. You know, half a million bucks. And so uh, how is your team broken up right now today? So the way that I've structured my, it's really not a team. It's its own brokerage. So okay. each individual agent has their own business. And yeah. each individual agent has their own you know, niche that they Sphere were of influence. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, we also get, you know, I get all the, the, um, leads from the company and then I spread those out depending on who's the best fit for that client. Okay. All right. That's cool. Um, all right. So let's, let's talk about this. Cause, um, you know, one of the things, um, you've been getting a lot of good press about and people have told me I need to talk to you about is uh, a class essentially, right. That you've, 
you, you're teaching that evolved out of repeating it over and over and over again to people that kept asking you, Jennifer, what, how are you doing what you're doing? And uh, the classes essentially how to have more business than you know what to do with, which I think is a gift anybody listening would love to have, how to have more business than you know what to do with, and how to only work with the clients that you like, or something like that, right? <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So how it's called Asian Grad School, and how it evolved is Asian Grad School was originally just for the agents that were joining my company at Dwell Residential. Once they became an agent at Dwell, I needed a way to teach them how to do two things. Well, really three things. One was how do you get clients, right? And there's different ways to go about that. The next is what do you do once you have a client? How can you take a client from a lead to actually closing through the transaction, right? And all the steps involved to make that happen. And then three is how do you take somebody who's closed with you and have them be a repeat client, a loyal client, a loyal fan, and spread the word about you over and over and over again to grow your business from there. So that wow. is, yeah, those are the three different steps. You're gonna tell us today how to do that? I'm gonna tell you the first step, which is right. how to get clients you love. And not only that, how to handpick and how to decide who exactly you wanna attract and then have as many of those people as possible. And it's Valentine's Day as we record this, so it's perfect, it's perfect, perfect. timing. <laughs> Have more clients than you know what to do with that you love. That's <laughs> what I want to know. Okay. So how do we? Let's get into it, right? How do I, how does people listening, uh, driving down the road, listening to this, you know, have more business than they know what to do with, with people that they love? There's three steps. And we can talk as in-depth as you want about each step. Okay, sure. So I'm going to review the three steps first. Sure, sure. What are they? So step one is you have to choose a niche. You have to choose who your ideal client is or client, client avatar, all those things. And you got to be real specific about who you want to help and who you don't want to help. Okay. So let's just take this one at a time, right? Okay. So choose a niche. So what was your niche? Well, it took me a while to figure it out. It took me a while to figure out that you really, as a real estate agent, you cannot be everything to everybody. You cannot be that real estate agent that can sell every house to every client that comes your way because and this leads to step two, but then you can't answer the question, why should somebody choose you? When mm -hmm. should they call you and why are you the best fit for that person? Mm -hmm. So what I realized when I was a failure at selling real estate, I had been mm -hmm. in real estate for four years. I sold two houses and I said, I'm not really good at helping anybody buy or sell a house, <laughs> right? But I, but so I sat myself down and I said, well, who do you know more, more than? And I had bought my own house. I had bought my first house. Okay. So the people I knew more than that I could actually help guide through the process because my experience was not great. And, um, I learned a lot through that. At least I knew how, at least I knew more than those people. So I said to myself, okay, I know more than first time home buyers. Nobody else seems to be helping first time home buyers at the time. That was my niche. But then I had to, then I had to do something else. After you choose your niche, you then have to answer the question, why should that ideal client, why should somebody choose you among all other options, including doing nothing at all? So what that means for real estate agents is why should your ideal client choose you as their real estate agent over every other real estate agent in their town? And why should that person buy or sell a house at all? Okay. That's a mouthful. But if you can answer that question, that's what was your answer? What was your answer with your first time buyer niche? So it's really two, you have to answer it two ways, right? So why should someone choose you? 
yep. is one part of that. And the other because part I only work with, I mean, is this a loaded question? Because I only work with full-time, uh, first-time buyers. Is that the answer? No. The oh. answer is it has to be more compelling than that, right? So it has to be about them. It has to be more compelling than why it's about me. Oh, I only help first-time home, home buyers. But the, but the buyers or sellers are saying, but how does that help me as your client? What am I yep. going to get out of that, right? So I would go into my story. I would say, I, when I bought my first house, it was a miserable experience. I got called the night before I bought my first house and was told I didn't qualify for the loan and I needed to find $10,000 more. Not only that, but I found out only after that I could have qualified for a down payment assistance program. So in, in uh, where I was buying at the time, I could have gotten up to $50,000 for my down payment. So your broker didn't know that because they weren't that game. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And now a word from rock star agent and Rebus University graduate, Mr. Jeff Quinton. Hello, my name is Jeff Quinton and uh, from Keller Williams, the Quinton Group. I service all of Southern New Jersey and our expansion team is in the Philadelphia greater Philadelphia area. And just wanted to give a shout out to, uh, to Rebus University, Pat Hyman and his crew. My team, what we've implemented uh, right now is through our onboarding process, we have a, a learning management system called Learning Zen. Inside Learning Zen, uh, in the very first 14 days when someone comes on our team, they have to go through and learn all the sales skills and sales training. And part of that is we require everybody to go through the Rebus University Certified Listing Agent uh, course. And at the end of that, they've got to prove and got to come out and show us their certificate before they even get on the phone, before they even meet with a client, before they go out on any listing presentation. So um, what's interesting is that uh, through this, uh, this course, it's allowed me to leverage my time versus what it used to be where I'd have to show them all of the listing presentations, spend time each individual, you know, for 20 minutes at a time or 30 minutes at a time. So now I can leverage it through the certified listing agent course and, uh, and then go back and role play with them what they've learned. So what I've learned right now is that when an agent goes through this course, they feel confident. And that's the key is the confidence is so built because they've been able to see someone else do it and then they practice it. And what's interesting is I've had so many agents. In fact, I've had over 20 agents go through this course and become certified and a major portion of them go out on listing appointments when they're competing with another top agent and they actually win the listing on the first try. So the skills, the techniques, the dialogues, and everything that they get from this course, it's pretty incredible. If you want the same amount of listings and the same extremely high close ratio that Jeff Quinton's agents get, just type in the coupon code CLA50 on rebusuniversity.com. That's R-E-B-U-S university.com for, get this, 50% off the Certified Listing Agent course. That's CLA50. You won't regret it. So when I tell that story and I say, I don't want, I, and this is the God honest truth, I don't want that to happen to any single person I know. Mm, wow. Okay. I like that story. Yeah, that's, that's much good. more compelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truth. And then like, uh, certainly, you know, you've got that story and it's a great story, but you know, how do you get it out there? Right? Like how do, you can't just be like, okay, I just only work with first time home buyers. I mean, you know what I mean? What, what actions did you have to take? Well, that's step three, but we still haven't gotten to part oh, two. Okay. B. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 
All right. So I like where you're niche. headed. <laughs> I like where you're headed because that's all about marketing. We're going to get there. So what but, are some other niches, you know, that, that some of your agents that you're, that you're coaching and some of your agents on your, in your company, that sort of thing, what sort of niches, other niches are you seeing? That's a good question because each and every single person has their own version of this story and this, their own like identity, right? That they mm -hmm. can, that have that same conversation. So one perfect example, and this is exactly, this is like not at all my niche, right? But through the same exercises that we're talking about now, like how to figure this out, uh, a, a agent in my office, she realized that she lived in a neighborhood where everybody was like growing a family and that had to both buy and sell. But the problem was nobody wanted to leave that neighborhood because they loved it so much and they didn't know exactly where to go after that. So okay. she created this marketing campaign called Life After Failington, essentially speaking to her niche. What do you do when you're growing out of this tiny house, your first house, and where do you go and bring your family after? So it okay. just so happened that she just went through that same experience. So she could identify with those people, what there was on their mind, what they were trying to work through. And once she identified that niche, everything else became super easy for her. She was able to then move on to the second step, which is why somebody should choose you among all other options, including doing nothing at all. So why should somebody choose her? It's because she could walk in there and say, I just went through this. Here are all the things you need to think about. Schools, what are you approved for? What neighborhood you're gonna go through, you know, go to, all of that. How to sell your Farlington house for the most money possible. And then, why should they buy or sell at all, or buy or sell at all? The problem was a lot of people were getting stuck. They didn't yeah. know where to go. So she answered that question. She created this whole marketing campaign about what life looked like, where you could move and have the same type of community and the same kind of family feel as the neighborhood they loved. But people were getting stuck. They weren't moving because they didn't know where they should go. And so she not only said why they should choose her, that she also removed that obstacle, why they should buy or, sell at buy or sell at all. She showed them exactly where they could replicate that. Okay. That's Does that cool. Make sense? Yeah. I liked it. I like yeah. it. I like it. Okay. And then number three, the third step is then what you were getting to, which is the marketing piece. So how do you communicate that? Okay. Well, the second step was why yeah. should somebody choose why? you? Why? Why? Okay. I thought that was part of the first. Okay. No, why? So so figure out why. Because and the why is really because you empathize with them based on your story, right? Exactly. So it's really hard when I, I was just helping another, a new agent who's joining my company and I put her through the same exercise. I said, okay, who's your niche? Like, who do you want to target? Who is your ideal client? And she said, I think it's first time home buyers. And I said, but I don't understand. You haven't bought your first house. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So she didn't have a story. She didn't have a why. Exactly. Yeah. So, so the question, why should somebody choose you? And I, you know, I had to, you know, I did this in a coach, you know, loving yeah, way. Yeah, it's almost like why <laughs> they shouldn't choose you, right? Because yeah. you don't have a house. They should choose you if you want to look for something to rent because you rent. Exactly. Or you got to buy, go buy your own house first. So that way you can tell that story. Yeah. But there's a disconnect. And that was, this is a perfect example. If there's a disconnect between your niche and who you are as a person, it's not going to work. The marketing's mm -hmm. not going to work. There's going to be something off. So, you know, she's still working on her niche. But the thing is, is once you choose your niche, the marketing and the why and why should somebody choose you, all of that becomes super easy. Okay. Step three is you got to communicate it. 
and you got to communicate it consistently. So the question is, where are you going to do that? Right? Yep. And I rec- where ahead. and how? Yeah. Where and how? Exactly. So I'll tell you my story of how I did this and then you okay, can cool. illustrate it for other people and, and kind of go through the steps. So I picked who my niche was. It was first time home buyers. We just got, we, we discovered why I picked that niche. We also answered why somebody should choose me and why they should buy or sell a home at all was I was able to create, to, to match them with those programs that I missed out on. So I was able to get them money for their down payment, hook them up with lenders that they could put little or nothing down. So the meat and potatoes is you got to get it out there. And so I want to know like where exactly, like where and how are you getting it out there? With social media, how do you do it? What do you say? Give, give me some good stuff there, Jennifer. Absolutely. So two pieces of advice on where and how. Number one, start with where you're already comfortable talking. So for example, if you're on Facebook all the time, start there. If you're on Instagram all the time, start there. I also believe wholeheartedly, and I know this is an old school thing, and I know people say that this method is dead, but I am telling you this is the one thing that I have done for the last decade. It is the only quote-unquote advertising marketing that I've done for 10 years, and it generates a million dollars worth of business a year. And that is having a weekly email to your list. To a list of people every single week, educating them as to why someone should choose you among all other options, including doing nothing at all. So every single week, we have two emails that go out to our list. One list is a list of people who've never bought a home. These are our leads. This is anybody who's ever come to us and have never bought a home with us yet. They get an email about how to buy a house. Everything from loan programs to, you know, right now we're doing a series called Our Dirty Little Secrets on how to buy your first house. Dirty just little secrets. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're good. <laughs> right? What is it? What, explain um, that. Explain that, yeah. Um, well, it's a, nine, it's a nine-week series, and it's probably stuff that you and I don't think are dirty little secrets, right? But we put it in a way that, that seems secretive. Things that you and I and real estate agents know, um, not everybody out there knows. So a perfect example is, um, what's week one? Oh, go with the flow of the market. So in our market, that's dirty secret number one, go with the flow of the market. So in our market, it's very um, school calendar driven. It's very cyclical. So there's been a ton of inventory coming on the market and that's going to last until about May. But come July and August, Everybody shuts down. There's no good houses. And same thing. Uh, from November until mid-January, there's no good houses. So even though you and I as agents know that, just communicating that to people who don't know, nobody who's bought a house or sold a house and seeing the problems that our clients go through when there's no inventory, I just sit down and I write about it every single week. Wow. For 10 years. Okay. So, <laughs> and I think most people aren't, aren't willing to do that, right? They're, I mean, it really... When was the last time anybody took their email list and emailed all of it? It used to be, remember, it used to be you would take your email list and email them a, a joke, right? Like a dirty joke or yeah. just a joke or something. Or recipe. That stuff doesn't right. work. But what you're, what you're doing is you're, edu- you're, again, you can't do any of this. You can't start marketing. You can't start talking 
until you know who you're talking to. And you can't, as my, one of my mentors, Marie Forleo says, if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. Mm. So pick your niche, right? I couldn't come up with content until I came up with my niche. And now word from Carrie Shaw, whose gross commission income has come close to $7 million in the last few years, and her net has been well over $2 million per year. This is someone you want to listen to. For team leaders out there, if you have your people do this, the amount of time you're going to save training them will be worth a ton of money to you. They'll just be productive faster and be able to go out and generate incomes for themselves, which when I talk to team leaders, one of the biggest challenges they have, they hire when they're already so busy that they simply don't have the time to train. And so the, the number of agents that will succeed by just sitting with you in the car and absorbing what you're doing and then they're gonna go out and clone you, that doesn't, that's not realistic. That's not how it actually happens. They need to understand why you're doing what you're doing and how it's working. And you, most of you, by the time you hire, you don't have the time to do that effectively. So when I heard that Pat was doing this on the listing side, I mean, we bought it immediately. We put our whole listing team through it. Now when someone starts with us, they take the whole listing course before they start training with our team. And it's just, it's fantastic. I think it's a way, it's a game changer. If you want the type of success that Carrie Shaw and her team have, Go to hybendigital.com backslash teams to get group pricing. Get every one of your agents certified and you won't regret it. So the fact that I picked first time home buyers, I know exactly what to say to them. Now, if my email was so broad that I was talking to like every single person I know, that wouldn't work because it's going to fall on deaf ears and it's going to be too typical. It's going to be, again, why should somebody choose you? Well, because I'm telling you, there's nine dirty secrets to buying your first house. Stay tuned. Mm. Week after week after week. So that's just one example. So for me, it was email. And I strongly believe that email marketing is the way. It is the literally, I've never run an ad, I've never done anything else other than email marketing. I think that as people's email lists grew, they stopped all that emailing large numbers of people, right? So, and, and I think we need to get back into that, right? So you're, you're emailing, you can select, so you're not email, obviously emailing other agents and stuff. But nope. really it should be everybody that's not an agent right, that, that could potentially buy a house, you know, you could start sending them emails. Exactly. And I have a program called Sweat File. Right now, it's only for people who work for my company, unfortunately. But I teach you exactly the three steps on how to create an email list and how to do this yourself. So first, you got to write down every single person you know, right? And okay. you really got to decide. So what I realized is I actually had, uh, I had to create two lists because I knew, when I wrote down every single person I knew, there was two sides to this, right? There was a group of people who had never bought a house before, and I needed to speak to them very differently than I needed to speak to my second group, which was people who had bought a house before. Mm. Like, you know, at the time when I didn't have any clients, it was like my aunts, my uncles, my family, you know, and anybody who maybe would refer me. I had to have a completely different conversation with those people than I did with the people who've never bought or sell, sold a house. 
So that's why I say right now we have two lists. We have segmented lists, and we send out two emails every single week, one email to each group. But that's why, again, you got to start with your niche because once you start with your niche, knowing what to write, knowing what to say, and knowing where to meet them where they are is very easy. Now, right. what if people, yeah, I mean, what, well, sort of. I mean, what if people are listening to this saying, yeah, but I, I don't really have content. I don't really have much to say to them after a couple of emails. Like, you've been doing it 10 years. Like, where do you find yeah. content? A couple places. Number one, I promise you, if you can come up with four pieces of content, one a week for the next four weeks, I tell you, it's t- kind of like this podcast, right? When you, when you first, started your podcast, you probably never thought you were going to be um, uh, interviewing me about email marketing or choosing your niche. You could never have written that down on a piece of paper as something that you would have done a year ago. Right. But as you, as you start implementing strategies and as you create a movement in your business, truly more stuff will come to you. So where do I get my, still to this day, it's nine times out of 10 from working with buyers and sellers. It's one reason I still work with buyers and sellers so much is because it really keeps me tapped in. So what, is there, what are they struggling with? What's the market doing now? So I can write about it each and every single week and help them remove any obstacle. And if you're the one who's teaching them how to remove the obstacle, who, why are they going to choose you? Because you're removing the obstacle. You're answering that question every single week over and over and over again. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, a huge deal. It could be something as simple as, hey, I saw this article in the you know, Washington Post or Wall, Wall Street Journal. I, I think you, you know, I think it'd be really helpful for anybody who's thinking of buying their first home this year. You know, if, if you're thinking of buying or selling a home, I'd love to hear from you. you know, back, it can be as simple as that. I will tell you, I can remember to this day where I was sitting and the very first post I did and it's not perfect. You can't start thinking you have perfection. It was literally about cupcakes. It was literally like, <laughs> here's where you can have a free cupcake tomorrow. I mean, literally. It's terrible. But here's what I knew. I knew if I just got started and if I knew I committed to doing it over and over and over again, I knew it was going to work. And you, you, can, you can't let fear of not knowing what to say or fear of being, you know, inconsistent. You just got to commit to it. And then you'd be amazed where, you know, it's Sunday night when you've got a deadline to publish on Tuesday, all of a sudden you come up with an idea and it works. Yeah. And, and I guess at first you're just kind of musing, right? You're just kind of talking and about things, but then you find a way to relate it to first time buyers or to, you know, empty nesting or to veterans or whatever your niche is. That's exactly right. And hopefully, right? Like you're living that niche. I mean, that's picking a good niche. So even if you don't have any experience, because there might be people listening here that are like, but wait, I don't have a ton of clients, right? I'm trying to get clients. But in order to get clients, you've got to be identifiable to your niche. So similar to the agent I was saying earlier, she, in the beginning, she could have written about her own experience. In the beginning, I wrote about my own experience because I literally had helped nobody buy or sell a house. And I was also talking about cupcakes in the beginning. Like, it's a disaster, right? You just have to start. <laughs> you just have to start, and you just have to commit, and you have to know who you're talking to. And you've got to sit yourself down and say, what do they need? 
I'm the expert. I'm the real estate agent. How can I literally help these people make their dreams come true? Find, find the pain, right? Find, where, what's the pain in buying a first-time home? And then, oh, here's some ideas on uh, first-time buyer programs available in Washington, D.C. Or here's, here's an article on buying a whatever, right? You're constantly looking for where the pain is and trying to be the aspirin. Exactly. And that's really answering that second part of step two. What, you know, why should they buy or, sell or sell, buy or sell a home at all? Essentially, your weekly content, your messaging, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or by email or whatever method it is that you choose, um, which I recommend everyone choose email. It's free. It's easy. You can do something once and it goes to 100 people. You, you just essentially need to answer that question. Why should somebody buy or sell a home at all? Because here's the thing. If they could do it, why haven't they? Hmm. Start listing right. out those reasons and those are your topics. Is it because they don't think they have enough money? Is it because they think they have to sell their house first before buying one? You know, you could talk about all the bridge loans or how, you know, you could talk about a testimonial about how you help somebody take equity out of their house to buy the next one first. You know, there's so many things when you really start to think about it. But if you really focus on how can you serve the people that actually need your help, you will come up with content and concepts and, and ways to help them. Well, I think the, the biggest fear that I'm hearing in my head, right, from all my listeners yeah. um, is, you know, if I start going and becoming the condo expert or the, <laughs> this neighborhood expert or whatever, that I'm scaring away yeah. all this business with all these big commissions, right? And I'm just going to be like, well, I can, I'm not using her because she only works with vets or I'm not using her because she only does condos. She doesn't do, you know split foyers, you know? So yeah. what do you, do? What do you that's say? The biggest, yeah. And that's the biggest hurdle agents. I just wrote an article on um, Forbes.com. I'll send it to you, Pat. So you might want to link in the show notes or yes, something. But you know, link this, that in the show notes to hybendigital.com backslash Jennifer Myers. And that's, it's M-E-Y-E-R-S or just M-Y? It's M-Y. M-Y-E-R-S. M-Y-E-R-S. So go ahead. Keep yeah. going. So I have a whole article that I wrote for as a real estate, real estate contributor for Forbes.com about this one concept being the biggest mistake almost every single agent makes. And that is not realizing that niching and choosing one target audience creates actually more business than less. And I can tell you firsthand experience from my own business. And I can give you example after example after example of agents who've done it. Again, if you're talking to everybody, you're going to fall on deaf ears. You're not answering the question, why are you different than every single other real estate agent out there? Hmm. You've got to pick a thing. And here's the thing. I, you know, I work with all sorts of buyers and sellers. Once you become known as an expert in something, people think you're an expert in everything. So they're yeah. going to come to you. The truth. I get calls. I, you, you can go on my website, you can go anywhere and it's all about first time homebuyers. Do you know how many calls I get from investors who are looking for property or people coming from out of town or people's parents who are looking to downsize or people's parents who are looking for a city house? I get so many referrals that have nothing to do with first time homebuyers because if you show yourself to be an expert in something, they're going to think you know more about everything. Wow. The truth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but it's scary. You got to admit. 
it's the one thing I wish if I could like get on top of a real estate agent mountain and say like, if you, if you get over this one thing and you choose your niche, you answer that question for them and then you communicate to them successfully and consistently, it will change your business because here's the alternative. The alternative is you'd be like every single other real estate agent out there mm, and you just be the it, an agent who can help anybody. So tell me why. Think right. about it. If you've got like a client and you've got a lineup of hundreds, sometimes thousands of agents in a city and they're literally thinking we're all the same because to a lot of consumers and clients, we all look the same. <laughs> but if there's one of you that steps out and says, here's what I am best at, all the people who need that will come to you like a magnet. Yeah, right. And here's and the then- other thing. If you, if you really think about it, you don't need to sell every house that comes on the market. All you need to do is figure out how many clients do I need this year to make my life what I want it to be. And back when I first started and realized that I needed to choose a niche, I said, I mean, this is not what happened today, but back then all I wanted was 10 clients a year, 10. And so once I got 10, all of a sudden now we're at 150 and my marketing has not changed. Wow. But and, I, and I was it, at it, zero for four years. And, and it, goes, it goes back to the, you know, the, the thing people like you who like them or who, who like similar things, right? Who have similar, who think alike and have similar likes. And if you're dealing with whether it's first time buyers, veterans, police officers, firemen, whatever, they're much funner to work with that if you're a fireman and you're dealing with other firemen and women, you get it, right? There's an unbroken code there. Same whether it's school teachers, same thing. Exactly right. And your referrals, I mean, we all know as agents, referrals are going to go way farther than you paying thousands of dollars a month for an online lead or online leads that have no loyalty. Right. They don't think that you're any different. They think you're there to open the door. Yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, this has been incredible, Jennifer. I appreciate you sharing all this with you. I'm going to put all of Jennifer's information, um, put a link to her agent grad school. Why don't you tell me real quick about uh, agent grad school? Um, Because I know you got some products on there that other people can buy, right? Yeah, right now I'm only doing one-on-one coaching. So if anybody is interested in learning how to grow their business with these types of -of out-of-the-box tactics, be in touch. Okay, so I'll, I'll put a link to her website there if you want to talk to her about coaching. And um, as you know, Jennifer, everybody that comes on the show contributes a free gift. And the free gift uh, is something that we put in an agent toolbox. It's like a treasure chest. And uh, agents can go in there and pick out one of many, many, many things in there and use it in their business or all the things that are in there. What are you going to contribute today? I sent a a free worksheet about three things that every single real estate agent's marketing needs to attract clients to love. It's a worksheet to work through all the things we were talking about and be able to do this for, for you know, anybody listening, walk through and be able to do this for your business and for your brand and the That's clients awesome. you want to attract. Yeah, so awesome. I hope it helps a lot of people. Yes, it will. I will promise to put that in the agent toolbox as well as in Jennifer's show notes, hybendigital.com backslash Jennifer Myers, M-Y-E-R-S. And I will put all of her contact information if you'd like to reach out to her and say thank you for sharing. 
And, uh, and that's it. So guys, if you need it, you can go there or you can go to the toolbox at hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or just text the word toolbox to 444-999. Jennifer, this has been a blast. Thank you for coming on today. And uh, next time in the DC area, we'll get together and break some bread. I would love that. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.